0: Hi, thank you for tuning in to another exciting reading of Abby, Chronicles of a Christian Tween. This is part one of our final episode for this season, episode seven, entitled The Good Samaritan Challenge. I'm your narrator for today, Carrie Ann McNee. Please enjoy. Episode seven. Good Samaritan Challenge. It was yet another Monday morning around 8 a.m., and the students of Rose Hill Prep School, with the exception of the kindergartners, were in the school auditorium where they stood lined up according to class. During most of the assembly, everything went as routine until the principal made a special announcement to introduce a special guest. Now boys and girls, help me in giving a warm Rose Hill welcome to Miss Elaine Goodman, founder of the Goodman Foundation, Principal Brown announced. All came to the podium during the applause a petite new age woman casually dressed in jeans and a t-shirt with the logo of the foundation. Hello boys and girls. She said with a cheerful and friendly voice, How are you today? Fine, thank you, and how are you? The students replied in unison with enthusiasm as they were taken by her infectious smile and vivacious spirit. With great passion and zeal, she described her life story and reasons for starting her organization as the children listened attentively. I started this foundation primarily to spread the message of Jesus Christ which is a message of love she explained oh I'm sorry please sit down Abby was very happy for the invitation to sit down as though she enjoyed the new guest her feet became tired from standing for what was now soon to be an hour as all the students were settled and seated on the floor, Miss Goodman pulled out a poster which she placed in view of the children. Now, in the Bible, Jesus commands us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Can anyone tell me what a neighbor is? Miss Goodman asked the children. A number of competing voices came at once from among the children as many tried to eagerly answer. A seemingly easy question okay let's do this one at a time perhaps raise your hands and I will select who to answer miss Goodman said to the excited students finally after being selected a girl from the third grade answered our neighbor is someone that lives beside you great answer but let's see what the Bible says shall we Miss Goodman replied while opening the Bible which lay beside the podium. Please open your Bibles and turn to Luke 10:25 to 37. Please raise your hands if you heard the story of the good Samaritan told by Jesus, Miss Goodman asked. Some of the children raised their hands while others looked blankly onwards. So Miss Goodman went on to tell the story. Okay, well, this story is about a Jewish man who went on a business trip and on his way he was attacked by robbers. The robbers took all his money, beat him badly, and left him for dead. So later, a fellow Jewish man passed by and, on seeing the businessman laying battered on the street, walked the other side, ignoring him. Then A rabbi came by and did the same as the passer-by before. Finally, a Samaritan came, saw the man who was battered and had pity on him. He helped him and carried him on his donkey to an inn. He gave the innkeeper money to take care of him and said that he would cover all expenses. You see, children, the Jews and Samaritans at that time were different cultures of people that didn't always get along. Miss Goodman explained as she takes the cordless microphone. She then stoops down to sit at the edge of the stage so as to get closer to the audience. But this story is saying that your neighbor is not only the person who lives beside you or looks and acts like you, but in fact, Your neighbor is your fellow man. That's who we should love. Everyone, including your enemies. Do you understand, children? Miss Goodman asked. Yes, Miss Goodman responded the children in unison. Great! So today we are going to do an exercise, Miss Goodman explained. Grade 4 will go to the cafeteria. Grade 6 will go to the music room. And grade 5 will remain in the auditorium. All the students did as instructed, and with the guide of their respective teachers, went to their designated locations, leaving behind the fifth graders, which at this time were standing in lines arranged by class. Please come a little closer, Miss Goodman beckoned the fifth graders from the stage. The students then took a step closer towards Miss Goodman and sat down. Abby became more interested as she saw that the day wasn't going as expected. In light of the story shared earlier, I want to present to you the Good Samaritan Challenge. In this challenge, we will start by placing each into groups of persons who you may not know or know very well, Miss Goodman explained. With that statement, A mixed reaction came from the students, including Trisha, who was now sitting beside her friends, Candice, Melissa, and Stacy. What's going on, people we don't know? Trisha muttered in protest. I know it's a little out of your comfort zone, but trust me, it will be worth it and even fun, Miss Goodman assured her listeners. In groups, you may compete in a number of challenges to win the grand prize which will be announced in the future. The mood from the students suddenly changed from apprehension to sheer excitement and suspense as they wondered what the prize might be. From there a basket containing tickets that were each labeled with a number was passed among the students who were each instructed to pick one, after which The students were asked to find persons possessing their matching number. It wasn't long before Abby found two of the students who shared her number, which was the number four. Each were from different classes and were, as Abby noticed, were known to be the least popular among their peers. One was Craig Johnson, who was often snubbed because of his address which was one of the most depressed neighborhoods in the country. Another member was Amber Green, who was teased for her thick glasses and seemingly lazy eyes. Hi, we seem to have the same number, Abby said to Craig on noticing the ticket held in his hand. What? Craig asked a little confused. Yeah, you're number four, right? Abby tried to explain while showing him hers. Well, me too. "'Do you guys have number four? Amber asked as she overheard the conversation. "'Yes, we do. Well, I guess it's the three of us,' Abby answered. "'Well, let's go and find a space for ourselves so we can talk.' "'Good idea,' Amber said, agreeing with Abby. "'But where should we go?' "'How about the corner over there by the window? It would be cooler,' Craig suggested while pointing to a distant corner by a window, which was next to the entry door." That's fine with me, Amber said. Yeah, me too, Abby agreed. So the three started to move towards the spot which they decided on. And along their way, they saw in the crowd a girl with an anxious look on her face, asking persons as they passed of their ticket number. As they were about to pass her, Abby realized that the girl was struggling to find her group member. Then asked the girl. Hey, what's your number? The girl turned to look at Abby and replied. Four. Great, you are with us, Amber said, and while pointing, we are heading over there. The girl immediately smiled as she was relieved that her search was over. So on the four went together to claim their spot where they each sat on the ground in a circle. Are you new here? Abby asked eagerly the newest addition to the group. My name is Abby, by the way. Actually, yes, I'm Tessa. This is my first term here, she answered. Welcome to Rose Hill. My name is Amber, and this is Craig, Amber said. Thank you, Tessa answered. As the four-member group, who barely knew each other, was starting to bond, came Trisha, followed by her members behind. Well, 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 seems that you are in the right group, Abby, she remarked. Just a bunch of Misfits, like yourself. Trisha and her followers then laughed as they walked away, leaving behind a distraught Abby. What did she say, responded Amber angrily, who is she calling Misfits? Craig, in observing Abby's reaction to the comments made, then said, You know, Abby, if you rather not be with us, well, you don't have to. Yeah, Amber agreed, now looking towards Abby. If you think you are better than us. No, 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 I don't, and I really want to be in this group, Abby insisted. I think we should do this challenge. What's the point anyway, said Craig. It's not as if we'll win. How do you mean? Of course we can win, Abby replied. We are just as good as any team. Besides, think about the prize. What is it anyway? Asked Craig. I hear it is a million dollars, Amber said. Wow, imagine if we split that four ways between us. Tessa commented. You know, I overheard Trisha boasting how she's going to win and take all of it for herself, Amber added. Boy, that's so selfish, Craig said while shaking his head. I know, right? That's why I think we should really do this. Besides, what's the worst that could happen? Abby said, as she tries to convince her somewhat reluctant team members. And then finally, slowly after taking pause for consideration, Amber responded. Okay, I could use the money. Abby now happy turned to Craig. Well, Craig, are you in? Okay, yes, I'm in, Craig responded. Me too, Tessa said. Great, go team, and overjoyed, Abby cheered. You've just listened to part 1 of episode 7, The Good Samaritan Challenge. Please tune in next week for the continuation of this episode to find out what happens to Abby next. God bless you.